0: Hey, everybody, we're uh, we're going to start the show shortly here, but um, I'm not in Minneapolis, obviously the kind of epicenter of where all of the uh, George Floyd protests have started. And um, I think it's important that we say something. We kind of debated whether it was our place to say something or not. And I think it's just it's too important to not say something. So obviously, everybody who hasn't been living under a rock lately uh, knows about the murder of George Floyd by the Minneapolis police department. And I think everybody can agree that that is absolutely atrocious and it's something that needs to be stopped. And I think where a lot of the disagreements are happening are about the methods of the protesting. And I think that what's important here to remember is that this is not like as a, as a white, person, this is not my place to say, like, this is not any of our place to say. Our opinions don't matter in this. We cannot possibly, under any circumstances, understand the anger that the African-American community has over this. We can't understand, you know, uh, not just a lifetime, but generations of systematic oppression. And we can't understand a system that is built to propagate that oppression and this isn't about just one bad apple and it's not about all cops being bad it's about a system that allows for a police officer somebody who's supposed to be able to serve and protect to go and murder an african american and not receive swift and media justice and to have other officers stand by and watch it happen and to have the entire police force not be completely on board with charging him with murder. And these are things that are important. So there are a lot of people out there that are upset about the destruction of property and all that. And from somebody that's living in Minneapolis where this is happening in my backyard, this is not our place to say, and we don't get to have an opinion on that. We cannot understand this. And no, this is not going to fix racism. Like Racism is not an easy fix. It's It exists, and it's going to exist for a very long time because it's just not that easy to weed out. But at the very least, this has the nation's attention, and people are caring about this, and people are speaking up. And hopefully, this is going to be enough to help at least change some of these systems that are helping to keep racism alive and well within our government and within our society in places of power and places that can affect African-Americans on a daily basis. And again, like this is something we talked about whether or not we should discuss or not, but I think that it's important that we say something because this is, it's beyond fantasy football. This is about life and this is about human life and it matters and that people just need to realize how much this matters and realize that for a lot of us white people, we can't possibly get this and we can't understand it and we can't relate to it and we can't see this stuff happening, but it is happening and it matters to other people that are just like us. And, So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to the show shortly here, but I needed to say my piece on that.
1: We get a one, personal space, two... Personal
2: space, three. Hey, hello, seven, listeners. This is just a four. quick disclaimer three, for this three, week's seven, episode. As anyone that's listened to the know, show before knows, six, seven, uh, there can be some seven, adult language, seven, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Oh, Thank you. point that I don't even care about this.
1: I'm not even interested in having this skin on my personal space. listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on
0: Madden.
3: All right, welcome to the IDP guys. My name is Nathan and we are on episode 113. Joined today with my co hosts on the left and the right here. We got video going. uh, Johnny. Hey. And Sean.
0: What's up, guys?
3: Not much. How are you guys doing? Just enjoying the uh, end of Western civilization. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, so we are out of quarantine here. Johnny's actually in studio. So that's kind of nice to have some little bit of normalcy coming back. Uh, Sean, what about you? How's, uh, the COVID treatment out there?
0: Uh, yeah, nothing's changed for me. I'm still locked up at home. So uh, I mean, the stay at home order is over, but like nothing's open. Um, um, I still have a lot of people close to me that are uh, very susceptible to this, like a couple mm. of my closest friends and my mom has a respiratory disease. So oh, wow. for me personally, I'm still just staying at home as long as I can until I get called back to work. That's just going to kind of be the situation.
3: Yeah. So what's uh, bars like out there? Are they, I, so, from bars what I aren't understand, open. didn't they, um, they made the, uh, what was it the stay at home order unconstitutional? that was wisconsin <laughs> was that wisconsin uh, yeah oh
0: yeah that was wisconsin yeah so bars are open out there uh out here it's uh some restaurants are open patio only right same um, here outside like,
2: seating yeah yeah that's what we got yeah
0: that's uh, maximum of 50 people so um yeah it's uh it's Basically, like it's not open at this point. Gotcha. Nobody, it's also reservation only, which is like <laughs> anybody who's ever worked in the service industry knows that having a maximum of 50 people at a restaurant where they're all reservations and there's no maximum, like maximum amount of time people can reserve tables for is like the ultimate fuck you to a server where it's like, great. So I'm going to get these uh, two middle-aged women who are going to sit there and drink a bottle of wine for six hours and I'm going to make $4 on them and then uh, that's my day and I'm really glad I came to work today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, realistically from the service industry perspective, like... These people were better off not going back to work because they right now cannot make living money doing mm. what we're doing right now.
3: Yeah, for sure. I, we opened up a little bit out here, um, kind of the same thing outside seating and uh, minimum occupancy. I went out to uh, one of the local restaurants the first day and uh, it was my family of four. You know, we made sure to tip well because we knew it, it, it had to be tough. And it was just amazing to be able to go out and do something. So definitely feel for anyone that's out there in the service industry or dealing with this stuff. So, but, uh, so with that, let's jump into the question of the day. Uh, which defenses are you targeting the most for your IDP this season?
2: Uh, yeah, so I put this out as a tweet kind of uh, using TierMaker like a week and a half ago. Trying to engage the audience, and uh, then I remembered why I don't do that. Um, but
0: uh, <laughs> I don't know how you need reminders.
2: I don't. Yeah, I just forget every once in a while. You know, like what a <laughs> Too fucking many good interactions yeah, with people on Twitter, Johnny. Right? What a fucking waste of time that was. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I've noticed. I've noticed. I've, I've got a lot of Washington defensive line. I got a lot of Dallas defensive line and linebackers. Uh, a lot of Chicago linebackers. Um, Carolina, Tampa Bay, San Fran, Rams, Bills, Steelers, and Cincy are all teams I've got a ton of. I've noticed I've been shying away a little bit from Arizona, even though I got some Isaiah Sims yesterday, Simmons yesterday. Um, Baltimore, definitely. Uh, they. I was looking at this in our uh, Slack chat. Yeah. They had number one time of possession last year, 35 minutes per game average. Um, which was number one in the NFL. And we were talking about if Jamal Adams ended up going to Baltimore, how much worse that would be for him, because that would be seven less minutes a game he would be on the field Mm. as compared to being with the Jets in times 16 games. That's like four entire games of statistics that Jamal Adams would not have if he played for the Ravens. So no thanks on the Ravens' defense. New England, always fuck them. Uh, (laughs) Philly... Not much going on in Philly. We'll see what happens this year, though. And Miami, also a shit show. What about you guys? What defenses do you have and are staying away from?
0: Interestingly enough, I'm actually getting a ton of New England. Uh, New England's actually one of the ones that I'm getting an absolute ton of because I think everybody's on the same train as you. Just fuck New England. And hmm. I think that they have a couple of pieces. They're just going at... Um, like huge discount like Hightower man these 53 round drafts that we had been doing I was getting them in like round 40 you know and it's like that is a starting middle linebacker for a team that you're getting in round 40 and that's insane Mm -hmm. and I think um I think Uche is another one a rookie that uh has been super undervalued um and I think that uh Kyle is probably not being undervalued, to be honest. He might be the one that's being overvalued over in New England. Um, but most of their defense, I think, is being undervalued.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, I didn't really take any stock of mine. Um, but I know just – I've been – a couple of my targets have been, like, grabbing Chargers' Kenneth Murray. That's, that's correct, right? Um, yeah grabbing him late in drafts uh just doing this uh draft with uh bryce mm-hmm. uh, and i grabbed him pretty late people kind of picking over him uh outside of that i mean just like chicago kind of i mean john you always cover all the teams that we would be picking from anyways so mm. um
0: Wait, draft with bryce
3: not that Bryce, not that Bryce.
0: I was like Bryce hates
2: fantasy football yeah no it's uh... (laughs) new guy Vietnam private Bryce
3: IDP guys writer Hmm. yeah Uh, so that's uh, those are the teams I'm picking from are you ready to take your fantasy draft to the next level? Order your rookie draft guide today covering 122 rookie prospects in both IDP and offense. A collaboration between your favorite analyst pre-order at idpguys.org and dynastyfootballdigest.com.
1: This week's news.
2: Alrighty, uh, there is some news because uh, we've been off for what, three weeks? Mm -hmm. Um, First things first, Kyle Bellyfuel, who we had on for an interview a couple weeks ago, reports poop-related road rage. So it is a thing. Mm. He's given a first-hand account to me on Twitter. Sean, what say you?
0: It's not a thing. (laughs) Just go to the bathroom before you need to go somewhere. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you people that you just can't control yourselves. (laughs) Like something is. You guys need to see doctors,
3: <laughs> dietitians.
0: Whatever well, it is, you guys have a problem. Well, that's that's three people now.
2: We we know have confirmed poop related road rage. So the list is growing.
0: Yes, you run in weird circles. I get it. <laughs>
2: Alrighty, righty, uh, addendum to uh, last show as well. Don Shula was a defensive back, not a quarterback. That's why the interception stat didn't make any sense. And the Saints won 30-7 to over the Giants, not 45-7. to I remember that as more of an ass-kicking than it really was. Okay, moving on. Logan Ryan to nowhere, apparently. There was a story uh, when I wrote this down that he was going to the Jets, but that never happened. Um, you guys heard anything else about him signing anywhere?
0: No, there's still a good number of high-profile guys that haven't signed anywhere. It's kind of bizarre. Mm -hmm. Usually it doesn't last this long. Yeah, Everson Griffin. Um, Marcus Golden has not been tagged, has he?
2: I don't know. Clowney also is floating
0: around. Clowney still, yeah. There's still a good number of players out there.
2: Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, There was a string of ridiculous arrests since last show. DeAndre Baker, (coughs) Quentin Dunbar... Cody Latimer and Ed Oliver. Um, none of them are super uh, important except Ed Oliver, who joins his boy Quentin Williams with the Weapons Charge Club, uh, which is unfortunate.
0: But, I mean, DeAndre uh, Baker was a first round pick last year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Was he ever relevant, though? Maybe for.
0: I a mean, game he could be in the future. He was a rookie. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, the the Ed Oliver ones are the one to uh, keep an eye on. We'll see how that goes. Uh, T.Y. Montgomery, signed by the Saints. Uh,
0: Thoughts? Ty Montgomery? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that doesn't matter to me.
3: Yeah. Rotational. Okay.
0: Uh, Not even. I think it's just backup.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Flacco to the Jets uh, for when Darnold gets mono again. Mm. That'll be nice. Um, Carlos Hyde yeah, the Seahawks yeah. that that one's not great.
0: What do we think? Uh, of course. Yeah, what I we, have no idea what to think of the Seahawks' backfield. We're right. Are, Say, you, are you still
2: buying Penny uh, shares or no?
0: I don't know what to do. because so you got Carson, you have Penny, then they signed Carlos Hyde, and then they drafted uh, DJ Dallas. And then they still are talking with Marshawn Lynch. I believe it's just it's a nightmare. There's yeah. nothing.
2: Yeah, it's a shit show.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, D. Ford apparently played on a bunch of knee damage last year, and that's why his snaps were limited and his production was limited. He had an operation that cleaned out that knee, and he should be good to go for this season. Um, that's, I mean, that's that's good news, right? Mm-hmm. Like he'll have some value hopefully this year.
3: We'll have to yeah. see, like, what, if that's, I mean, it, it's tough to say, like, if that was the cause, the, probably, obviously, the cause for the limited snaps, but does do they bounce back? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he played well while he was playing. Yeah. Yeah, he just didn't play well. He just was yeah. super rotational.
2: Right. Right. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, part of the fallout from my little uh, Tier Maker uh, engagement thing was that Multiple Lions fans claiming Stafford is a top five or top three uh, fantasy quarterback slash regular quarterback, and that they have an elite offense. I just wanted to give you guys a chance to uh, speak on that.
3: John?
0: He's top ten. He could end up in the top five. I wouldn't bank on it, but uh, we actually talked about this on Dynasty Football Digest. Uh, He's like one of the sleepers to end up in the top five, but I think that he's more than likely just top ten. Mm-hmm.
3: He always has the ability, but they also have the ability to to not be top anything.
0: I mean, last year he was on track for like forty touchdowns and five thousand yards. He would oh, have been, yeah. come in at number three, I think.
3: Last year he was he was playing awesome. He's always a great quarterback to grab late in drafts. He's always undervalued.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Okay, speaking of franchise quarterbacks, Taysom Hill to be New Orleans' next franchise quarterback, Jesus according to reports. Uh, do we buy this? <laughs> no. Okay, Dion Buchanan, signed by the Falcons. This uh, may or may not hurt the Foyasad, fo- however you say it, Aluacan, however you say that. Coon. I don't um, know. Shares, or, or guys that are a fan of his. I've seen both reactions on IDP Twitter that... This doesn't matter. It's just depth, and Aloukun's the guy to own. Besides, obviously Deion Jones, um, and that, you know, Buchanan's going to supplant him. So I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? I, I've never been real impressed with Dion Buchanan.
0: Yeah, I'm just staying away from both of them. I haven't been really impressed with either of them. Yeah, that's probably a smart move.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I it, has been the sleeper pick for the last like what three years, and I don't know if he's really kind of come out, so...
2: Well, he only really had an opportunity last... Or the year before last year. Or Mm -hmm. was it last year? Whenever Jones got hurt. Might have been the year before. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, This one was interesting. I wrote this down thinking of you guys. Jamal Agnew, to possibly switch to wide receiver, took place in... Took... Wow. Uh did the virtual wide receivers meeting. So that's where this is coming from. Um, any, you know, is this a chance or no? Or what do you guys think?
0: I think they just drafted somebody who's going to be their kicker turner, I think, or they want to be their kicker turner. I think that they uh, don't need him at cornerback or he hasn't proven to be able to play cornerback. So I think this is them trying to see if there's somewhere else they can use him before they cut him Mm, gotcha and they're thin at wide receiver but i every time they've played him at wide receiver it's just gadget plays and everyone knows it's coming it's a it's a reverse or a shuffle pass it's some gadgety play that everyone knows is coming so um yeah there's no fantasy interest there yeah gotcha
2: Alrighty, a couple more pieces of uh, not so much news, more notes. So uh, we were talking about this with Mark from Statement Games, whose interview will come up later. Um, so this guy, raidel Joke Burrito, won the Madden Finals last week. Uh, he did not pass once the entire tournament. He used a punter as his quarterback. He handed off every single time. He played defense. He ran the ball He his own time of possession, and he won $40,000. And it was wow. incredibly awesome. I watched the final game. Um he, it was a salary cap style Madden tournament, so by saving, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 million at quarterback, he was able to get a Hall of Fame offensive line, uh, Hall of Fame defensive line, uh, great defense, um, Gail Sayers at running back. Uh, oh, he also saved money at wide receiver because he didn't need to throw, mm-hmm. so he just got blocking wide receivers and he just crushed everyone. It was incredibly awesome to watch. Um, did you guys see that or hear about that at all?
0: I heard about it. I didn't see it, but I would have been thinking about watching it because it sounds awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, stuff like that just, you know, it gets me. You know, like he picked a strategy, he stuck to it, and he perfected it and, you know, executed marvelously. That's good shit. Uh, okay, All, also another couple notes here. So, NASA finds possible evidence of parallel universe. In this universe, up is down, left is right, positive is negative. So, if this is in fact a parallel universe where those rules apply, Dan Arlovsky went 16-0 and won a Super Bowl with the Lions.
0: No, time goes backwards. (laughs) Um, Which, what that really means is that Lions fans in that universe still have 0-16 to look forward to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. So, if time is going backwards...
0: Uh, Also, like, what I'm trying to figure out, because it makes no sense to me, is, like, if time is going in the opposite direction in that universe, like, at what point in time are they at, you know? Because, like, the odds of them being at our point in time are not good. So, like, it's not happening now, because if it were happening now, then, like, a second from now, it's no longer happening now, and we're off you know,
3: because
0: mm-hmm. we're going in the opposite direction. So, what I don't know, They're, they came back and they really reeled in what they said about the parallel universe they they were like eh, maybe it's not we we might have jumped the gun on that so
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no i saw that story everyone was freaking out about it um i just thought yeah because then when they originally explained it they're like yeah left is right and up is down and positive is negative and i was like holy shit so if the lions went oh and 16 that means they went 16 and oh <laughs> and arloski has a super bowl title <laughs>
0: If only. No, it just means there's more sad Lions fans in the making out there. Oh,
2: okay, that sounds about right. And last but not least, speaking of NASA, congratulations to SpaceX, USA, yeah. baby, back in space. Did you guys watch that launch yesterday? It was I did. Fucking awesome.
3: Yeah. You know what was that's, cool, that's, and I was thinking about was none
0: of this is fantasy. But I don't
2: give a <laughs> shit. We're at episode one thirteen. If you don't know what you're in for by
3: now, then. <laughs> you're new you're new here <laughs> yeah, probably are <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no it was cool i was watching it on youtube and i was thinking about how uh this is the first live space watch that i could s- s- live space shuttle launch that i could rewind on a device in front of me
2: yeah last time was 2011 so yeah we, we were still in the dark ages then yeah yeah But anyway, that was cool. Cool.
3: MyFantasyFootballShirt.com is your place to get top quality fantasy football gear. Get yourself some merch from some of your favorite podcasts. Need some custom shirts for your league? Contact us today. Just go to MyFantasyFootballShirt.com. All right, so now's the part of the show where we pair together a couple players and see how they match up and what we think of them, Uh, our gut check. And then we send it out to Twitter and see what you guys think and then talk about it the next week. Uh, So let's go over last episode's gut checks. Um, The first one here is a pair of linebackers. One might be a hybrid. Uh, Willie Gay Jr. of Kansas City, or Isaiah Simmons of Arizona? What would you guys think? I don't remember what our...
2: Oh, Sean blasted me for giving Isaiah Simmons so much shit. But then it's funny because in our Slack chat and on Twitter and in multiple different areas, people agreed with me and said, yeah, I'm not really super into Arizona, and I'm not really super into Simmons.
3: Mm. So, uh, with 200...
2: 248 votes. Yeah, how do you think this went, Sean? 95% Simmons?
0: Oh, no. No, I wouldn't be surprised if it's very close to 50-50. But you guys have to remember, I was leading the Willie Gay hype train, and everyone called me an asshole for it. And then suddenly he gets (laughs) drafted early and goes to Kansas City. And suddenly now I'm the asshole. Get the fuck out of here, everybody. (laughs) Like, well, I'm sorry that I don't want to take the, like, generational Uber athlete. Like, and when I say generational athlete, like, we have not yet seen an athlete like this at the linebacker position. Period, I don't think. So I actually think that this is a reason to use this yes the situation isn't perfect right now but they didn't spend this top pick on him to not use him and not have him be a feature part of their plan and if they end up playing him at safety to make room for the linebackers then you have him playing at safety so mm. I don't know everyone can go fuck themselves
3: <laughs> <laughs> so with 248 votes uh 68% went Isaiah Simmons
0: Ooh. That's higher than I expected, to be honest.
3: Mm. All right. So uh pair of quarterbacks here, those top two in the draft. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, and Tua, I'm not gonna say his last name from <laughs> Miami.
0: Tagavaloa. <about> <clears throat> there you go. Uh two hundred and
3: thirty-four votes, seventy percent Joe Burrow. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think it should be way higher, All to right, be honest. I agree.
3: But... Mm. Yeah. All right, and the final one here pair of running backs, uh Jake JK Doll wow, JK Dobbins of Baltimore and Cam Akers of the Rams. I honestly don't understand this one, but two twenty seven votes for seventy eight percent Dobbins. Huh
0: that makes sense, I
3: think yeah i mean long term sure
2: yeah definitely
3: dynasty yeah
2: dynasty sure but this year i don't know how much dobbins yeah i
0: mean when it when you're putting out a gut check though with rookies like you gotta like everyone's gonna assume dynasty yeah true yeah
2: all righty yep so we got more rookies this is this is rookies version i don't know three or whatever (laughs) we're just gonna keep going with these until the season comes around most likely uh, first one is right we're gonna do two offense one defense again because uh, I don't know there's just more offense. Uh, first one's pair of wide receivers. These guys are similarly taken around the same area, kind of um, have similar projections. Uh, T. Higgins uh, went to the Bengals. Michael Pittman went to the Colts and I think I want Michael Pittman just because he I, I don't have a good reason. I don't have a good reason.
0: <laughs> I think Pittman's the better wide receiver and uh, yeah I just I want Pittman here I don't have a whole lot of faith in T. Higgins and this is my like one player that's taken early every year that I just like I'm not drafting anywhere because there's a zero percent chance he's gonna fall to the place where I would take him uh, similar to in Keel Harry last year um, and yeah I just I don't have a lot of faith in him and just
2: a little background here. Pittman was very similar to Ayuk in the college fantasy world last year where no one drafted him in the startups. But then, like, halfway through the season, he fucking caught fire hmm. and was like a waiver wire guy that helped you win a title. So that's gotcha. what, that's why I like him better.
3: Yeah, I don't really – I don't know too much about
0: these guys. So, um – You have a rookie magazine. We made this rookie magazine. Nate, <laughs> when, I, when, edits, when Nate edits stuff,
2: he doesn't actually read it. He just edits them. I didn't even edit
3: them. I put them into the, the layout.
0: We've right, we, we poured hundreds of hours into this magazine oh, and with it's been all amazing. this information. Read it. Yeah. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've been using the magazines a lot for my drafts. I've had two so far. The problem is I haven't had any picks in the first two rounds in these drafts. So I haven't even been uh, making that decision yet.
2: Cool. Uh, all right, second one is a pair of quarterbacks. Uh, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles, Jordan Love of Green Bay. I think, I think I want Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz is made of glass, and I think he can uh, supplant him if he gets in there and can add that little X factor of being a, a running type quarterback. Um, I think it's totally possible he takes his job from him because he didn't win a Super Bowl anyway. It was Nick Foles. So, you know, just throwing it
0: out there. Yeah, no, give me Jordan Love. Uh, Jordan Love was drafted to be the replacement. I don't know what Jalen Hurts was drafted to be. Um, I don't know whether he was drafted to be a replacement. I don't know if he was drafted to be the depth in case Wentz gets hurt. I, I just when don't Wentz know what this when. <laughs> The concussion was not his fault He got speared in the helmet <laughs> Everybody gets concussed in that situation so, um, so Yeah, I don't know For me, for me, I'm going with the guy that they Very clearly drafted And on top of that, you just go draft capital here
3: So, um, so Obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers Is getting traded to the Patriots So Ooh. I'm going Jordan Love here Oy. Yeah, yikes <laughs>
2: And last but not least, we got a pair of safeties. Uh, Xavier McKinney went to the Giants. Antoine Winfield went to Tampa Bay. I got a bunch of both these guys. Um, I think I'm going uh, McKinney though. There's less competition for tackles. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I mean I'll talk about these two in a minute because I think, I think we have it as the gut check, and then we have a listener question about it, and then I also have my draft segment. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, I'm going McKinney.
3: Yeah, I haven't looked too much into Winfield, but I've been grabbing uh, McKinney where I can. So, Uh all righty. All right, so with that, let's launch into the listener questions. Uh, If you want to submit a question to us, you can do so on Twitter uh, or become a subscriber and get into our Slack chat. Um, Also, if you feel so inclined... Leave us a voicemail, the drunker the better, 313-986-1473, and we will play it on the show like we're about to do with Andrew in Oregon. Uh, But first, let's talk Tony from the Slack chat. Uh, He says, uh, best rookie safety out there besides McKinney for IDP?
2: Uh, I mean, the big three are McKinney, Winfield, Chin. Um, I've been leaning Winfield and there's nothing scientific about that it's that his dad was a part of my early IDP squads and that's a stupid reason to take someone but that's what I'm doing
0: yeah I don't even know why Chin is in this group to be honest um so yeah no Winfield after McKinney for sure um again I'll kind of get into these guys in a little bit here but yeah just yeah it's Winfield
3: all righty cool Alright, so uh Andrew in Oregon.
1: My dudes, it's your guy from Oregon. I don't know if you have anybody else from Oregon. I guess I should clarify myself. This is um Andrew. I'm sure you guys already know. Look, um I'm just sitting here having a few tosses from back. It's a simple Tuesday night. On some day of the week, who knows when he'll play this? Look, guys, I I am doing some deep digging, and I want to know some dynasty dynasty favorites. Who? What are we looking at here? Who? Who do you love? Long? I want the next Fred Warner. I want the next Tremaine Edmonds. I want the next T.J. Watt. What are you seeing here? What, what, who's the next Jamal Adams? What, I, let's get deep. Let's dive deep. I wanna get a big ice cream scoop of the brain of knowledge on this one. Love you guys. I've got some thoughts. I wanna hear your thoughts. I'll call back with some more thoughts. I'm looking for some deep dives here. Who, who are we poking out with? Who, who are we taking a risk on?
2: Let's, pay, let's, let's put down lunch money. Huh. I'll put down my lunch money, put down your lunch money. What we got? Let's put it up. A voice. All right, so deep, deep dynasty uh, dives that uh, we're feeling.
0: All right, so... I think safety is what you're looking at. Um, let's see. I think... You're really not going a whole lot deeper than the McKinney Duggar Delpit Winfield Chin. Um, I think that like a deep deep sleeper is Tanner Muse because uh, I think right now at least on sleeper he has linebacker and safety eligibility. Another uber athlete playing for the Raiders where I think their linebackers always have a lot of question marks. Um, if I had to bet on one of those guys uh, that I listed being kind of the guy that comes out of nowhere um it's honestly probably dugger and i think that all of those safeties are really guys that are pretty well hyped right now uh looking at linebackers i really like uh davion taylor and um jordan brooks as kind of sleepers um again everybody kind of knows them but uh they're guys that And I guess I don't know if everybody knows them or if it's just me doing a lot more research than the average human. Um, But those are two guys that I think have the skill set to be really good IDP players. Um, They definitely need to make a few changes to uh, the type of things they do on the football field to get consistent snaps um and then on the defensive line i actually really like julian aquara for detroit um assuming he has defensive line eligibility in your leagues because uh, i think that he was severely underdrafted and i think he should have been probably talked about in the same range as i actually had him above gross matos who went before him so um i think that he definitely has the potential to be that double digit sack guy especially given that the people he's replacing were consistent every year seven sack guys and i think he's more talented
3: mm.
0: i got one
2: for you so everson sure. griffin is going bye-bye right um Iffiadi odin igbo John, you live in Minnesota. Oh, I thought
0: we were talking rookies only. My yeah, bad.
2: No, yeah, whatever. Whatever. He's just saying deep dynasty grabs. So this guy, oh, okay. I, I watched him all last year, and he never topped more than like 15, 20% of snaps. He still had seven sacks, 20-something tackles, uh, had a few monster games. He was always on my, um, what the hell was the name of that list? Like, flash in the pan, mm. because he never played enough, right? It was always like 15% snaps, but, you know, two sacks and five combined tackles. And then mm. people were like, oh, I got to get me some Ifeati denigbo And I'm like, no, you don't. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> but now that Everson Griffin's gone, I think that's probably, that could be a good thing. Plus, no one even knows who this guy is. Like, you're not spending anything to get him. If you end mm. up getting the next Everson Griffin on that team, why not, you know?
0: Uh, Carl Lawson is another one that I'm just waiting to break out. He's such an efficient and just a good pass rusher. Um, but he's playing over there with Hubbard and Dunlap. So he's rotating. And I think that once Carl Lawson gets out of Cincy, he's going to be brought in somewhere where they're going to expect him to be a pass rusher all the time um, because you just don't, you don't, have guys like that that don't get big money to rush the passer. So uh, Carl Lawson's a nice stash that I think is being undervalued at the moment. Although, like, more than likely in your leagues, there's at least one or two other people like me that are just, like, big-time Carl Lawson fans.
2: Yeah, Shaq Lawson, too, with uh, the new team. There's no reason why he can't do well over there. Miami was giving uh, Taco Charlton 90-something percent of snaps last year. You know, like...
0: There's just so many guys over in Miami now. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Um, Nate, i you to pitch Calvin Johnson to us?
3: <laughs> uh, no, I think that I'm going to leave <laughs> this to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. We love you. Yeah. Statement Games is a free-to-play social game with a different twist on fantasy sports. Enter contests based around your favorite sports and rank 10 prop bet statements competing in a DFS tournament style. Win your contest, get coins, then cash them in for real gift cards. Join Statement Games today via website or app store and get 60 coins free.
1: Guest.
3: Alrighty, so this week we are joined by uh mark Salino of statement games uh you can find him on twitter at statement games mark how are you doing
4: doing all right thanks for having me how is everything going
3: it's going it's going man uh as good as uh lockdown can be uh how's things for you
4: yeah, um, I mean it's still pretty much like you know lockdown, but everything really just started like you know opening up a little bit in the past couple of days, and, and just so that everyone knows, yeah, I'm actually on Long Island, New York, so um, it's not too far from the epicenter where a lot of the stuff was kind of like, you know going down oh, some you know pretty scary you know times over the past like you know weeks here. But there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel, so just mm-hmm. looking forward to some sporting events getting back, you know.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we had you on uh, the podcast last. I want to say it was August. Was that, does that sound correct for an interview?
4: Wow, was it? Was was it August? <laughs> it was August
3: or July. Yeah, it was right before the season, I think. Yeah. So uh, wanted to get you back. Uh, glad right. to have you. And uh, just for some of our new listeners, people who aren't aware, um, do you want to go through the what Statement Games is, what you do, and and everything like that?
4: Yeah, sure. You want to just give a little bit of a, of a rundown and we'll yeah. go from there?
3: Yeah, go for it, yeah.
4: All right, so uh, so Statement Games is it's a game, it's a free to play game. We have a a little bit of a different twist on fantasy sports. It's accessible at StatementGames.com, www.statementgames.com. Uh, but we also now, I guess that's kind of like you don't know since the last time that we spoke, we have apps that complement our web based product as well. So if you're more of an app person, you don't necessarily feel like going to a, a website. Um, search on Statement Games Fantasy Sports, whether it's in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, you can kind of like you know find this there and uh, what we do is we create games Uh, they have a little bit of a different twist on fantasy sports Uh, we create tournaments around specific sporting events so for example the patriots are playing the giants um if you want to play that game i'm going to present you with a list of props or hence the company name statements that are specific to the patriots giants game um Mm Daniel Jones, over or under 265 yards passing, Uh, Patriots defense, (laughs) over or under two sacks for the game here. There's probably a list of anywhere between 50 to 60 props that are specific to that sporting event that we're going to present to you. It's your job to pick 10 of them and rank them in order of confidence from 10 through 1. So as that sporting event plays out, if your number 10 pick becomes correct, you get 10 points. If 9 through 1 are incorrect, well, now you just have a total of 10 points. Like regular fantasy football or traditional fantasy football, you're going to play in a league of anywhere between 8 to 12 people. The person with the most points from correct picks at the end of that specific sporting event wins uh, you're competing for what we call statement games coins we have the whole reward section uh, that's filled with any way between I'd say I think we're close to about like a hundred different merchants uh, Starbucks Dunkin Donuts Nike Under Armour NFL shop you're exchanging your coins or your credits for a cash gift card of, uh, of your choice so in a nutshell that's uh, that's who we are that's what we do. And hopefully that gives you a better idea of how we're positioned in space
3: Nice, yeah, absolutely. Um, the app I've been using that uh, quite a bit since you you launched it because um, that was when' did that go out close to the end of the season, right?
4: Yeah, yeah um, I, I, from from a Google perspective, like uh, beginning stages of uh, of November, but uh, from uh, an iOS perspective, it really wasn't towards the tail end of November, early December, so yeah, towards the tail end of two thousand and nineteen for bulbs
3: yeah no it's it's a great um the app works really well for me i was doing the website before that um but uh what about you guys you you guys have been playing it a little bit right yeah yeah it's 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 been part of uh the johnny the greek segment
2: um the entire last season there and uh i'll I'll fully admit i started out slow but towards the end i I placed a few times and uh, got some coins nate won a jersey so that was cool um, what I like about it is it's like, you're guessing how the game's going to go. Like, I don't know. I remember like Kansas city, Chicago was one and, and I was like, Oh man, you know, this one's going to be interesting because Chicago's got a good defense, but Kansas City's Kansas city and Chicago sucks. So, you know, like <laughs> let's, 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 you know, that's probably how the game's going to go. <laughs> like they're going to get smoked.
3: <laughs> yeah. Th- that's kind of what I found with. Uh, the Statement Games, like, strategy for playing is I tried to determine the storyline for the game. Right. And then pick my props based off of that. Yep. So, and obviously it worked out for me one time. And uh, and then I did the, uh, the draft um, tournament that you had and did pretty well in that. And that was. Yeah, that where'd
0: was, you place in that? Because I, I think I gave you all your answers for that.
3: <laughs> I, did. I, was, I was on the phone with uh, Sean, just like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Going over it, and uh, I think I might have gotten second, second or third or something. Um, but I got coins First, off of it. It was, it was, it was good. I, I uh, enjoy it. It's a fun little free side game to play for my football
2: it, it is and it's it's totally free to play at, at this point in time and you that's can that's the point
0: can, that needs to be reiterated right, right. You can, like you can, there's no downside
2: <laughs> right there's no downside to this at all you can spin the wheel every day and get free coins so you can just keep yourself going keep entering contests and I remember the first time you guys came on or you came on you talked um there was a story about Thanksgiving and how that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that. yeah, can you, can you reiterate that real quick? That was, I thought that was really cool Like <laughs> how this whole thing started.
4: Yeah, sure. So, um, this concept or this game is, is one that I've been playing within my family for, you know, close or uh, a little over 25 years now. So uh, my dad came up with the concept. Um, I live on Long Island. I grew up on Long Island every single year. We'd, uh, make a trip up to the Boston area for, for Thanksgiving. Um, It was just kind of like a part of a ritual Now, uh, in my household Me and my brother, we were raised uh, To literally, it was New York Giants, New York Yankees Rangers and Knicks. That, that was it. We didn't have a choice. We couldn't root. We couldn't look at anything else here. So that kind of like, you know, that that model backfired on my dad because on Thanksgiving Day, all the thing that he wanted to do was, he doesn't cook. He doesn't want to do errands. He just wants to watch football the entire day. That's that that's it. Well, me and my brother, we, we, could, we could care less because it wasn't the Giants who were playing. So my dad had to kind of like, you know, create this game that kind of like, you know, hooked us into something that was other than Giants and he also had to make it easy enough for my aunts, my grandmother, and, uh, you know, my cousins who are Patriot fans and things like that to want to play the game as well. Because if the whole family wasn't united and on board with this game here, he couldn't do what he really wanted to do, which was watch the Lions game or the (laughs) Cowboys game, kind of like around 4 o'clock. So pretty much he started generating buzz for the game Immediately, like, after breakfast Thanksgiving morning, he'd start pulling family members into, like, a corner of a room, and he'd have a sheet of paper, and he'd physically start asking you questions about the Lions game. Barry Sanders, over-under 100 yards rushing. Herman Moore, over-under 7.5 receptions for the game. I remember the first time that we played, Jim Harbour was the quarterback of the Bears who were playing the Lions. Jim Harbour, over-under 250 yards passing. Uh, There was probably, I don't know, maybe 13 of us, 14 of us at the house for – or this house for for Thanksgiving, every family member would throw in a buck. Now everyone was kind of like you know, locked into for all intents and purposes a meaningless football game. The lines were never good, and uh, still are <laughs> we You know now, now now we're kind of like you know locked in. We, we were, I, I don't know I, at 12, uh, 11, 12 years old, I was like you know ecstatic because I had an opportunity to win. 15 bucks i was mm-hmm. freaking pissed because my brother won like that first year i was so <laughs> kind of like you know man but it was just kind of like you know funny but uh the, the whole family you know had fun with it um my uh my aunt kind of like referred to this as like the football bingo game here it was just something mm-hmm. that kind of like you know brought our families kind of like you know together playing a little bit of a game around sports here and we've pretty much been doing it every single year for the past 25 years and um i guess around 2017 i uh, i launched a family game into what you're currently seeing you know now but uh yeah it was uh it's a family originated concept i've been uh, been doing it for years
3: so um (laughs) when you decided to take statement games into like the public sphere um like what kind of went into that what's your background and what made you decide to create an app around a game that your family did
4: (laughs) yeah sure so uh i got a pretty extensive uh I guess background in different forms of avatar and advertising and marketing. Um, my, last, my last corporate position, I, I was the president of a publicly traded company, and in that role here, I did a lot of work with. Um, uh telco operators and app stores and, and games developers and where you know you're working with the games developers they're submitting a game into an application store and then you're kind of like you're working with at&t sprint t-mobile and things like that so that you could provide some type of infrastructure and where if you want to buy something from within the app or if you maybe had to spend 99 cents to kind of like you know get the app how that whole you know process infrastructure. Actually were. So I learned a lot about how, you know, games were being developed, how they were being marketed and distributed within app stores and how they were actually being monetized like on the back end. So uh, after years in, uh, in that position and that type of work here, I've you know always enjoyed dad's concept with dad's game. I looked at it from a perspective of, hey, you know what, I'm getting a little bit older in life here. If I don't take a, a shot or a crack at something like this now, I'll regret it and, uh, you know be pissed off at myself. So uh left the corporate space in October of two thousand sixteen Have been pretty much pursuing this ever since.
2: Cool. Yeah, man. And I, I think the timing is, is getting right too. Like New Jersey approved FanDuel and DraftKings and everyone else for sports betting. Um it's it's like that's starting to become more of an accepted thing. Connecticut allows me to do FanDuel and DraftKings. There are other states that, you know, aren't about that, but it feels like it's becoming more and more accepted. Do you feel like um, that, that draft that um, Statement Gings is going to be like part of the conversation when n- New York and the rest of the country finally is like, all right, let's do this with uh, sports betting.
4: I mean, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys like you know follow stocks or anything like that or the market here, but if you take a look at what with uh, DraftKings what and uh, and Pen Gaming from a stock perspective has actually done in the past couple of weeks here, it's uh, it's pretty kind of like an you know, impressive. Uh, recently, when um, I guess DraftKings released their IPO, I, I think they released it at like you know 19 or 20 bucks a share or something like that. It's pretty much like you know trading close to like you know 39 and 40 right now in a very you know short period of time. Yeah. So. Uh, pretty kind of like, you know, impressive what we're actually doing and, and yet, you know, I kind of like you know, operate in the free-to-play space here, obviously to keep costs down and uh, to not necessarily have to, uh, I guess uh, sidestep the legal minutiae that comes along with operating kind of like a you know, real money games here, but I see it all the time. I mean, people are creating private games within the statement games tournament. I know that they're doing so because they're most likely playing for money on the back end here. It's got nothing to do with me, so that's one way in which the community is, is bypassing a uh, that, that hurdle, uh, from our perspective here, I, I think it really makes sense for us to continue going down the path that we're actually going down, and um, you know, hopefully, build a viable product and uh, you know, get people. Used to it and liking it and continuing to build like the traction here and then hopefully getting an opportunity to partner up with one of these real money gaming providers and where uh, a partnership with them can actually add a component of real money gaming to uh, to mm. this program.
2: Right, right, uh, and
4: at a high level here, yeah, that's uh, that's the strategy.
2: Yeah, and you, and you're already seeing it. FanDuel bought up Draft App last year. That was like. That you know, they they came out of nowhere and, and they, they they were real successful and then they just got eaten up by a fan duel. <laughs> 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 so I don't know if that's what you're aiming for, but but it's definitely
3: doable. You know what I mean? Like it's doable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's
4: that's that, that's where we're at. Nice.
3: Yeah, I mean, I like the the game itself, um, especially from a DFS perspective. It's simpler. Right. Uh, but still involves a lot of strategy. Right. So like the learning curve in, um, you know, your duel, your your DFS is where you're picking individual players. Um, there's there's a lot that goes into that. Plus, there's so many people that can game the system um, with the algorithms and stuff. And it seems like with just the prop bets and everything, it's it's simpler, but it's also I feel, like, uh, less easy to, m- like, manipulate, and you know. Um, so you're playing kind of at an even uh, even field with everyone. It's, it's literally just how do you think the game's going to go. Right. Rather than, like, uh, trying to get cheap players and all this kind of stuff. It, it's cut and dry. You don't have to um, take a lot of time to, to figure it out. And,
2: and you guys, it, it's, it's obviously more than just football, too. You guys do pretty much every major sport.
4: Yeah, uh, that's honestly something that we're working on. We're getting pretty excited for. I think as we get closer to the 10th and 11th of of June, uh, we're going to be taking our first shot and stabs at uh, a professional golf. Uh, I believe that's the first tournament that kind of comes back from a PGA perspective. What we were talking about before is one of the challenges that we're definitely trying to address and, and just so that your audience knows here i mean yeah uh, the person with the most points from correct picks at the end of a sporting event wins but we're awarding coins for first second and third prize here so we understand from a traditional dfs perspective i think right now we're going to report that it's what a little less than two percent of the people who win about 98 percent of the dfs prize pool yeah uh, so with the statement is when you th- Think about it from perspective of hey, you know what? It's skill, um, but you're only playing in tournaments of anywhere between 8 to 12 people. Right. And technically, you're winning by coming in the first, second, and third here. The probability of this from a statistical perspective, the chances of winning or winning something in a game like ours is a lot more likely than uh, playing in a, you know, dfs pool of over a thousand people oh, yeah or something yeah, like yeah. That.
2: i will never win a gpp i've been playing fanduel for four or five years now it's never gonna happen
4: but it's fun i mean i still i still yeah. do it it's not like i'm trying to replace that yeah, product yeah. this is hey you know what um i don't know about kind of like you guys but uh I, i've definitely dabbled and played around with uh betting on sports here and uh, there's always kind of like people who always preach you know you never kind of like you know bet on your team here and it's like all right well I still want to compete I still feel like I have a competitive advantage because I know my team Mm-hmm. More so than the general public. Right. A game like state may games gives you an opportunity to really dive down deep into an event that you're specifically interested in or potentially following a little bit more closely from a general public perspective here. So if you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan or a Lions fan or a Giants fan or a Patriots fan or whatever it is here, you know – you know your team better than an outsider. So why not kind of like, you know, utilize that inside information in in a fun way that gives you an opportunity to compete without having to worry about, well, Hey, you know, I'm not sure if the, Patriots are going to win today here, but I know for a fact here that uh, Sam Donald ain't throwing for over 245 yards against this <laughs> defense.
2: Yeah, yeah It's he...
4: that type of stuff that we're kind of getting into and, and addressing. Right. Right. And why not You know, have fun with it and leverage that information in, in a way that still gives you an opportunity to compete and win
2: something? Absolutely, he's too busy seeing ghosts. Yeah, he's he's not throwing for two forty.
0: Uh, um, so mononucleosis, yeah, and getting mono, right,
2: right. So, so we were talking about this before we started recording. You guys are going to be doing some stuff with esports. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
4: So, uh, I mean, obviously, as we wait for uh, for mainstream kind of like, you know, sports to come back as a company, we've we got to get creative and, and creating inventory or games for for the audience to kind of like, you know, play. So uh, this past week here, we actually started streaming NBA 2K games uh, directly from the Statement Games platform. Oh, wow. um, it hasn't been implemented into the app yet, but from a uh, .com or web perspective, you know, if you log into Statement Games, you can actually see every Thursday and Saturday afternoon – an NBA 2K game uh, 20 being streamed within the platform. We're creating tournaments almost like in the same way that we're running regular NBA games, um, and where you can actually make picks, uh, take a look at you know lineups and and handicap uh, you know off of you know esport ratings and things like that from NBA 2K and and play that game just like you would play any other you know nba game and then actually watch the game from within the platform as well Hmm. um and there's some broadcasters and things like that that's getting creative so that type of concept are things that we're exploring right now and we're probably going to start replicating it pretty soonly with uh with madden nice
2: nice And uh, it's you know we're obviously sports guys we're paying attention to the news it sounds like uh, NBA is on its way back NHL is going to launch right into playoffs with an interesting format that's for sure um, you know we're on track for football so we'll get there we'll get there but I think it's cool that you guys are offering um, you know continued ways to use the platform in the meantime
0: using golf so I feel like. I feel like esports doesn't have to go away once real sports come back. You know, like that's still a lot of fun to watch. Yeah.
4: We're testing it out. Let's. Uh, I'm very curious to see how the uh, the user base reacts to it. If they like it, if they dislike it, you know, uh, that's something that we're pretty proactive in doing. And where we're always looking for feedback from the community. What do they like? What you know, feedback can they offer, good or bad? You know, please share it with us. But in addition to the esports stuff, you know, uh, we come up with games like we have done for the NFL draft. As of right now, we have another NFL game up here that's a little bit more in line with uh, overrun the win totals. Mm-hmm. For example, Giants overrun the six and a half, kind of like in a wins for the year. You're handicapping right. all 31 teams uh, against their win totals. Same thing, picking out 10 picks, ranking out for uh, from 10 to one.
3: Yeah, I remember uh, at the end of this past season when my picks came in from last, I don't know, July or June. <laughs> And just looking, going like, "Oh my God, what was I thinking?" <laughs> that's got to be the hardest contest yeah, to that's accurately a pick, yeah.
4: especially now. But hey, look—it's—it's it's what other choice do we actually have here? It's either that or kind of, like mm-hmm. kind of have nothing up. And football's always kind of like a good draw. And um, hey, it's—it's it's, from my perspective, it's just fun to take a look at those type of numbers now, seeing how they differ once training camp starts and once it ends. And, again, it's just a game. You're having fun with it. It's just got a little bit of a different twist on the traditional uh, products that are in the market today. Yeah,
2: for sure. Absolutely. So uh, while we got you on here, we did want to talk a little Giants. Um, Daniel Jones, (laughs) year two. What are your thoughts and predictions for the Giants this year, Mr. Jones, and just the season in general for the Giants?
4: Oh, man. I mean, I – I have no idea. I mean, I'm hopeful that he turns the ball over less. Um, of course, you're always optimistic that the team would actually improve and get better. I like the uh, the moves that they're doing. I understand the direction they're actually going in. But uh, I've kind of like been beaten up like a little bit over the past like a you know, couple of years. So until I actually see something, um, you really can't get your hopes up, you know, too much here. I mean, what are they? I think they're the worst team in football over the course of like the past like three years, which is uh, which is pretty embarrassing. Um, my prediction is that you know they have no other choice to get better because that's the only way that they can actually go. They can't get any worse. Um, so I mean, Tell let's... that to
2: the lions. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we got two <laughs> lions fans here, so
4: <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> uh, no, but hey, look, I think the kid can play um
2: he showed that yeah. i think
4: he's got like you know a lot of talent he's a a completely different quarterback from uh, from the old guard and and, and eli yep. but uh hey you know what the uh the turnovers are a problem well they were a problem but i guess you can kind of like you know say that with just about every other you know rookie quarterback that's entered in this league whether it's you know peyton manning or eli manning or daniel Jones and things like that here they got to learn the game and the right. only way that they're going to learn is to get them out there and play um I think, you know, you have the running back that's going to be a little bit more, you know, healthier this year. And, uh, hey, you know what? You spent a lot of capital, draft capital, on the line. So let's see what happens.
2: Right. What did you think of the McKinney pick? Uh, do you like that for um, kind of replacing uh, Landon Collins, who took off last year?
4: Um, I, I'd be – I like the pick. Um, I, I think it kind of, like, you know, it, it makes sense. But I would actually be lying if I told you, and I sat down that I watched a lot of you know uh, <laughs> Alabama secondary you know <laughs> games over the course of uh, this past kind of like you know year. So, like um, you know what sounds kind of like you know good um, over the past like couple of years. It just seems like the secondary has been able to stop kind of like you know nobody, regardless of who they shot out there. I mean, uh, I still have nightmares about you know. Uh, uh, whether it's Jason Witten or, I mean, pick a freaking tight end, running a, a seam p- pattern over the middle and gashing the joints for, for 30 or, you know, 35 yards. It just seems like it's, it's common. So uh, I, I think, I don't know, I think he's a little bit more of an um, in-the-box type of a guy, uh, but can, I guess, you know, cover some of those slot guys or, or uh, tight ends that are built a little bit more like wide receivers. But he's a rookie, so let's yeah, let's see kind of like an you know what hat, right,
2: right, right, absolutely. Um, you guys got anything else, or should I do our normal? Yeah, go for it. All right, so we ask every interview um, before the season, give us your stupid early prediction for the season. So who who you got in the Super Bowl <laughs> in May? <laughs>
4: All right, early Super Bowl. Um, let's see here. How about? Let me see here. I'm gonna go with. How about Baltimore and Dallas?
1: Ooh, Ooh.
3: I would love to see that. I, you, you would. I would <laughs> love to see that. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. I, I think Dallas would get annihilated, but I'd love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, nice. Cool, Thanks.
4: man. Just something kind of like a little bit different. We'll make it kind of stupid here. I'm just – I could be wrong here, but you know something about San Francisco just doesn't appeal to me. Um, it's I think Dallas has a, a, a good opportunity to get off to a pretty decent start. I don't like Philadelphia. I uh, I don't trust Breeze and New Orleans anymore so let me go, I'm gonna give Dallas a shot and then you know Baltimore what, what what is there about that team that you don't like
2: right yeah yeah and, and yeah, they, everything's
3: pointing. Up for them mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Alrighty, uh, Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, for everyone out there, you can find him at Statement Games. Make sure you're playing uh, StatementGames.com. Download the app, uh, iTunes, Google Play, um, all that stuff. Get in there. Uh, you get sixty free coins just for signing up, so you got no reason not to just give it a shot. So it's so. a so one click sign up. You can use your Google login. Yeah. Google, uh, Facebook logins, all of that. I think you, you just added Apple as well for login system, didn't you?
4: Yeah, that, that that's kind of new. I'll make it kind of of a deal, too. I mean, it's I know it's May, but uh, and I think there's only like a couple of days left before we stop running that initial... <sighs> NFL over under wins tournament, but uh, as you put out your show, if uh, anyone who comments underneath your tweet or whatever social media channel that you go ahead and post, just like a reference to statement games, if they go ten for ten with their um, NFL over under picks, in addition to the coins that they win, I'll send them five hundred bucks as well.
3: Oh! Oh! Wow!
4: Whoa! Cool. It's a free lottery ticket. You gotta there go with go. though. <laughs> so. And yeah. you gotta comment on, on your post that you put out kinda of like you know about the show. Yeah. Sign up for statement games, it's free. It's easy to log in here. If you get into the um, NFL over in the wins tournament. Go 10 for 10 with your picks, I'll send you 500
3: bucks. Oh, well, you heard it there. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no reason not to, to jump <laughs> on there and uh and make some picks. Uh, I think it, when you does know. the uh,
0: when does the tournament officially end? Just so that, uh, <laughs> now, 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 now Sean, yeah. it's more it's more for our listeners because this will get released tomorrow you know so just i
4: think tomorrow will be like the last day but as we hit into june now that we have more information and what's kind of like to take a place up here there will be another one up so uh, whether you get into this one that's kind of like taking place right now and if you don't have an opportunity to get into it um there will be one up in june you just got to keep an eye out for it but if you don't share this post or mm-hmm. let IDP guys know through some type of comment that you know they're in and they want to kind like of, you know play and things like that here. Uh you can still kind of like, you know play, but the five hundred dollar offer won't be valid.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, a, so it's a two step <laughs> entry. Play the <laughs> yeah. play the game and comment below the post. There we go. So
4: correct. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Well,
3: Mark again, thank you so much for coming on at statementgames.com. Um always a pleasure, man.
4: All right, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Be safe.
3: Thanks, man. Dynasty Football Digest, your new essential site for Dynasty information. For as little as $1 a month, gain access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, trends, ADP, in-season assets, and a Slack chat just for subscribers. Purchase today at DynastyFootballDigest.com. Alrighty, so we're going to bring back a segment Johnny threw in here, uh, the, our steak and salad. Uh, we did this last season. Uh, I guess we're going to yeah, go through it.
2: It's one of the few segments we can do in the off season. Yeah. So I brought it back.
3: Sounds good. Uh, Johnny, you want to kick it off?
2: Yeah, my steak is Tom Clancy's Wildlands, which is a 2017 open world shooter where you and three other Navy SEALs get dropped into Bolivia. And just raise hell on the local uh, narco traffickers Mm. using such things as recruiting and training local militias, mortar strikes, airstrikes, attack helicopters, silenced weapons, uh, you know, uh, just uh, night vision and drones and, and EMP. It is fucking awesome. You just... It's a bunch of, like, uh, drug dealer guys with machine guns, and you just fuck them up across this giant map in Bolivia, and it's great. And I've been looking for a game to kill time between um, whatever's coming out next. What is coming out next? I don't even know. I don't know. Um,
0: Cyberpunk 2077. Right, Ooh, right, yeah.
2: right. And then whenever the next that's Final Fantasy is, allegedly coming out
0: next. I've been waiting a decade for that. So. Yeah, that's
2: going to be cool with Keanu Reeves. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been great for killing time. Um, what do you guys got
0: steak? stake? Go ahead, Sean. Uh, Stake is, I got like a 1000 to $1,100 uh, computer that I just built with all the parts uh, coming soon. And I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, yeah, um, I'm pretty excited to get that up and rolling and be able to actually have a PC that works and not this shitty piece of shit laptop that decides to... Mm-hmm. hook up to the internet when it wants to and you know if you hit the brightness then it just like goes completely dim and you have to uninstall and reinstall the driver to see anything So nice
3: there you go that's not Amazing. a joke
0: that legitimately happens I haven't I haven't on purpose touched the brightness in over five years so wow. yeah I got a nice PC coming now nice. cool
3: congrats yeah cool so uh, my stake is uh, we got the magazines out um and they're beautiful they're they're very pretty uh still waiting on the idp mag to be delivered but it's been printed um and they're all available on either idpguys.org or dynastyfootballdigest.com. take your pick um you can get the instant download or you can order a physical magazine and have it shipped to your door yep and I I got a, I mean, there's one sitting right in front of me right now, but I got mine at home.
2: Um, it's beautiful. It legitimately looks like something you'd buy at CVS or Walgreens. It's awesome. It's a real magazine. It's cool.
3: Yeah. Uh, thank you to everyone out there, Sean included, uh, who helped put that together and get it um, get it done. Uh, it's the coolest thing, coolest project I think I've been a part of since we started this whole football uh, podcasting stuff. Mm-hmm. So.
2: All right, time to toss some salads. Uh, the Dak contract negotiations. Man, is he catching some shit about the leaked thing where he wants like 45 mil the last year and he turned down all this money and this, that, and the other. And I don't know how much of that is horseshit and how much of that is real, but I have faith that Dak is a, a good guy and that he will play with or without the contract and that it'll get done. Um, so I'm not all that worried. What about you guys, salads?
3: Go for it, Sean. Me. go ahead. Okay, me. Uh, so speaking on the magazines, uh, the IDP mag is coming in uh, in a couple days, and then I'm immediately going on vacation. So my salad is that there's a chance I might not be able to get those out until mid-June. So just so everyone's aware. Well, you, you'll get the uh, digital, right? Yeah, digital is available for everyone that orders the print mag. Uh But the physical magazines, if you are getting the IDP guys one or the combined, uh, I'm going to do my best to get it out. Uh, It just depends on when it's shipped and what I have going on on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. When it's delivered, I guess.
0: Yeah, and we touched on my salad at the beginning of the show, so I don't think a whole lot more uh, can be said about that. But just being in Minneapolis and all the stuff that's going on is obviously my salad right now yeah no doubt
3: for sure um so let's toss some more salads sean uh kick into your draft segment
0: sure uh so we're gonna talk safeties real quick so uh xavier mckinney going to the giants um he's probably the most well-balanced safety in this class. Um, and he has almost no real question marks about him, which is why he was kind of the top safety. Um, he doesn't have the same upside as some of the other guys, but he's just really good at everything. He does really well balanced. And, uh, like the giants is a good spot to land. There's a lot of tackles to be made over there. So, um, I really like that for McKinney, uh, Kyle Duggard to new England, very raw player, uh, very questionable landing spot with how New England uses their players and also um, how infrequently they put a large load on rookies. But I think long term, uh, that's a good situation for him just because he's going to get time and he has such a unique skill set because he is such a ridiculous athlete. Um, and I think that. Bill Belichick's going to know how to use that. And his ability to just kind of bounce between safety and linebacker, I think, is something that is going to benefit him uh, being in New England just because I think that Belichick's going to kind of find ways to use him all over the formation, and that's great for his skill set. Grant Delpit in big play leagues, great. uh, Going to the Browns. Um, In tackle leagues, he... Actually, might be the worst tackler I've ever seen. Um, Like when I, I'm not being facetious. He might be the worst tackling player that I've actually looked at as like a top end NFL prospect. It's just like flat out embarrassing. Um, But his instincts and ball skills are just insane, and his stickiness and coverage is insane. Um, So if you're playing in a league that highly Rewards, interceptions, pass deflections, stuff like that. Like he's he's solid and he's gonna be on the Browns. And I think that if there's anywhere that he's gonna have a chance at a lot of tackles, I think the Browns is probably a good place to be. Um <clears throat> Antoine Winfield on the Bucks, uh, great spot, great player. Um, probably would have been my safety one to be totally honest, but he's just got a lot of injury concerns and that's really what you're risking here. So if you're okay with the injury risk, then go for it. If you're not, then don't Uh, Jeremy chin, very similar to Duggar in terms of profile, just like super good athletes. The tape is borderline unwatchable because of how bad the competition he was playing against is where it's just like, it's so tough to gleam certain things out of that um i think the panthers is a good spot though like eric reed racked up ridiculous amounts of tackles being one of the like least actually productive safety, not least productive least efficient safeties in terms of actual on the field performance according to pff um so yeah great spot to be um still not great at linebacker over there so um love the landing spot i just wouldn't expect great things right out of the gate um brandon jones uh the dolphins i didn't really love the tape i think he's a better idp player than he is actual player uh he's plus tackler, very aggressive, all that stuff, but I just don't know that he has the size or strength to play up in the box consistently, um, and I don't know that he's sticky enough in coverage to play deep, so I don't know where his place is on the field, um, but yeah, it's a good spot. I just, I just didn't really like... The player that much, Um, Blackman again is kind of a tweener where he does a lot of things really well, but like then some of the things he doesn't do well just don't work with those things that he actually does well. So you know, like I don't know that he has the long speed to play single high. I don't know that he's sticky enough to play in the slot. And I don't know that he's good enough at getting off blocks to play up in the box. So like he has a ton of really good things, but he's just kind of a tweener. Um, Tanner Muse, he's a complete unknown. He played safety. He's going to play linebacker in the NFL. He's super athletic, but just not was not good enough in coverage to play safety in the NFL. Um, I don't know what he's going to look like. I like the spot. I like the athleticism. It's a wild card. I did not like him as a safety. Um, I like him more as a linebacker. Terrell Burgess, um, I actually like a lot as a player. He's not great in run support, late draft capital, and the Rams just isn't really the best spot to be, so... That's kind of just like a late flyer for me. And then Kayvon Wallace drafted as a safety, but he's going to play slot corner. He's he played all. I don't even know why he was labeled as a safety in college. He basically just played nickel corner in uh in at Clemson. So cool, nice.
3: The IDP Guys is your number one resource for IDP information for your fantasy leagues. For as little as $1 a month, get access to all that we have to offer, rankings, ADP trade calculator, in-season assets, and a Slack chat to get personal help all year round. Purchase today at idpguys.org. Johnny the Green.
2: All righty, so we are going through the uh, props and futures for (laughs) next year's NFL season just because there's nothing else to bet on right now. Uh, Okay, so I looked at uh, those and I found one, Uh, 2020-2021 AP NFL Coach of the Year. Uh, Obviously, the odds-on favorite is...
3: Bill Belichick.
2: That is correct. Followed by Kyle Shanahan, Mike Vrabel, Andy Reid, Bruce Arians, Frank Reich, and Kevin Stefanski. Um, if you had to put a gun to my head and make me take one of these, it, I, it would be Belichick, without a doubt. Um, I do think that Frank Reich is an outside shot with good odds. Good money odds, not good actual odds. Uh, at plus $2,000, you are talking $10 gets you 200 or something like that. Um, That's... It's not bad. Miami, right? No, uh, Frank Reich he is Colts. Yeah, Colts. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. Yep. With Rivers there, with um Jonathan Taylor at running back, um with some wide receiver help, mm-hmm. um a defense that might be a little bit improved with DeForest Buckner, I could see them making the playoffs and maybe Reich getting some consideration for Coach of the Year. Uh, what do you guys think? Anyone stick out to you on this list?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Reich, although also I think Stefanski. Um It has an outside shot just because I think he has to do less to win that award. Like I think the coach that writes the Browns mm. is going to be just like universally like accepted. You yeah. know, Um eventually somebody has to write the Browns. And if it's him, then coach of the year, I think is a good shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good call.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be someone who does something uh, miraculous like that, like the Browns or possibly uh, Bruce Bruce Arians is down there in uh, Tampa, Tampa. right? Yeah. So with uh, Tom Brady Cohen there and maybe like they do something, get through the playoffs miraculously, like I could see that happening. You know, something where it's – or Rabel there in Tennessee – tennessee coming in for a second year into the playoffs and doing well something like that i think is the storyline that'll end up happening for that or it's just uh belichick who lost brady and
2: and it doesn't matter yeah, yeah it and just, it doesn't it just matter jared stidham
0: and, and goes, and goes <laughs> to the Super Bowl. right and i think that's <laughs> the easy money there
3: but. yeah yep yeah. i agree Alrighty, uh, so with that, uh, thanks everyone for joining the show. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at IDP Guys individually. I'm at Nate Cheat. Sean is at Lanny1925, and Johnny here is at OrangeMan3142. Subscribe to the show. Go to IDPGuys.org. On the sidebar is links to iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, uh, and an RSS feed for the podcatcher of your choice. Uh, While you're there, become a subscriber. We've got some great uh, data and just we've got a trade calculator. There's just so much stuff that's going up there now Um, and I'm actually, after this podcast, going to be flipping over to the June data. It's all up there. I just have to uh, link it onto the nav bar so we'll have all fresh stuff um, starting pretty much immediately once, if you're listening to this, it's there. Um, so that you get for essentially a, a dollar a month. Uh, we have two websites. You can get a multi-website pass. Um, or if you want to throw in the magazines as well, uh, it goes all the way up to, you can just get everything we offer every year, um, for about 50 bucks a year. So, uh, with that also make sure you're following, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, writer digest network, that's where uh, all of our shows, video content goes. Uh, this show will be up there. If you're watching the video, uh, you definitely know where the the YouTube channel is. DFD, Dynasty Football Digest, is there. Sean uh, co-hosts that one. Uh, we've got some more shows coming on uh, pretty soon. IDP Nation will be ho- hosted there. And uh, Dig, I don't even remember the Dynasty Devi something... Shit, I should probably know what that acronym means. Is that something Hollywood's doing? Yeah. Uh, well, so we've got Hollywood and Seahawks Dan now on um, on staff. So uh, they're essentially once I get everything together for them, they need some video intros and stuff. Um, all of their shows will be hosted on that YouTube channel. So and they're doing a Devi show. Yeah, they've been doing a Devi show for a while. Nice. Well. I don't oh, know. I did not know. I, you know, it's all over. Uh, you know, IDP Twitter. I don't know how much you interact. <laughs> I try not to anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah,
0: but be... I'm the one. I'm the one that doesn't like to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was my thing. You can't have it, Johnny. <laughs> yeah,
2: but uh, no, it's awesome that uh, that the Hollywood came on board too. Thanos just adding another stone to the gauntlet.
3: Yeah, you're due for that meme. I know I've been meaning to put that together, but at the same point, like I'm sure there's going to be a few people out there in IDP Twitter that won't be too happy to see that. So, uh, (laughs) they can eat my ass. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, you know, some great stuff. We got a lot. We've got Debbie content coming onto the website. Hollywood's been doing some of that stuff. Just so many good articles. Um, I, I can't say how awesome, um it has been for the growth we've seen this year so um with that just want to you know kind of thank everyone for joining the show um sean you know stay safe out there yep carol baskins killed her husband